killing me, Smalls. Yeah. <laughs> he walked a little taller that day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite line in the whole movie. <laughs> That's one of the best scenes, man, when Squints kisses the uh, body or the lifeguard. The lifeguard, he pretends to be drowning. Genius. So funny. He walked a little taller that day. (laughs) (laughs) That he marries her? That's so funny. It's a brilliant film. I'm a huge, huge fan of The Sandlot. It it may be top ten for me. It might be one of the best movies of all time. It's so innocent and pure and just, it has everything. It reminds me of my youth, man. Like, you know, we grew up, luckily, before the cell phones and social media we didn't even have cable so we had to be outside all the time and i think that's why that movie resonated with us still you know growing up as kids in the 90s and late 80s and what have you i mean we were still in those simpler times man yeah maybe that's what trump means by uh make america great again let's go back to the days where kids played baseball outside you know or the days where the boys played on the boys team and the girls played on the girls team and <laughs> Leah Thomas played with the boys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh man, you made me feel old. I uh, immediately had to go and hit up the old Google machine. Take a look at the Sandlot. 1993. Ooh, 30 years, huh? That is an old movie, my man. Wow, that can't be. That is ancient, bro. I mean, that sucker came out on VHS. (laughs) No other version, man. (laughs) 93. That's old school. I right when you started playing it, I knew immediately. That's the scene where Squints sneaks the kiss. This is the Sandlot. I love this movie. And I thought, with dread in my soul, when did that come out? (laughs) How old am I? Multiple wrinkles just spread across my forehead the second I saw the Wikipedia. (laughs) Oh, no. Frank's going to go get Botox after this. (laughs) Oh, my boobs still look great. Don't worry. (laughs) Oh, you got Nancy. Yeah, I see Nancy Pelosi's guy. (laughs) The tits are fantastic. <laughs> Perky as ever. Uh, yeah, saying that, what a great movie. Just about boys being boys growing up. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, dude. Uh just playing playing ball. Uh I, I still can't get over that Leah Thomas situation. That is just so crazy to me. A little carryover from the previous episode, I guess. But uh, you know, it it's it's crazy that this moron decided to <clears throat> go through with this lawsuit to push through with it. And I totally agree with you. He's going to win. He's going to compete. He's probably going to lose embarrassingly to a much better female athlete at the sport. Uh, we could only hope. But uh, th- I really was hoping we were on the <laughs> pendulum swing. Maybe lose. He's going to go up against a Russian woman that never stopped taking testosterone. I know. This guy, had to, this guy had to stop when he became a woman. Actually, I don't think the Russians are allowed still in the Olympics because of their last doping scandal. Okay. So we might have a clear path to the gold this year. Yeah, dude, this is the worst part, dude. He's fucking... He's 6'1". 
I know, dude. He's fucking 6'1". <laughs> and he's 25 years old. But now you're not a kid anymore. Like, you're not a kid. You're not fucking... You know what you're doing. You're just an asshole, dude. I you're can't 6'1 asshole. <laughs> we gotta get a boat and put Leah Thomas and David Hogg on it and just send them off to another country. Go to China. <laughs> Go fight for Ukraine. <laughs> dude, or Palestine. Or Gaza. These whatever guys are on. terrible. We, I don't care. Because it's David Hogg and, and Leah Thomas. These fellas are going to run for Congress in the future. You're looking at future politicians who are going to make us wear masks and do our lockdowns when uh, Disease X comes rolling through in 10 years. Oh, yeah, they're going to get us to a place we can never come back from. Yeah, David Hogg will be a politician. He's going to take away our guns, and then Leah Thomas will be a politician. He's going to make us all tuck our dicks into our ass. That's literally <laughs> what's going to happen. We're highbrow here, people. I want to be a tucker. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I'm so. Oh, dude, you ain't fucking, that. dude. You people listen to Frank when he tries to warn you. Leah, Tom, Leah Thomas uh, graduated from Pennsylvania University of Pennsylvania. That's and right. She's headed to school for to law school. Yes, I'm not. She making wants to this become up. a civil rights attorney. Yes, I'm going. I'm telling you right now, folks. We are staring down the road of a Hog Thomas ticket. 2037 or whatever it is. <laughs> like it's gonna be 2040, Hog Thomas. Be prepared and be freaking scared, folks. Or you know what? It should be the other way around to really play into the tuck thing, but uh, Thomas Hogg, right? Oh, yeah. I was just thinking about that. Well, the ironic thing is the one with the hog isn't the one you think. <laughs> You know? Oh, yeah, man. Hog Thomas, 2036, dude. It's going to be a weird year. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> Leah's got the hog. Hog's got the Leah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Both will be chicks, actually, at that point. I'm almost certain. <laughs> David's not that far. He looks more feminine than Leah. That's what I'm saying. They're both going to be chicks, dude. He's got that female body, you know? He's got that slender face. Right. <laughs> you pretty for a boy. <laughs> that blonde chick's a dude? Oh, man. Yeah, oh, man. man. Damn it. <laughs> Where are those BTO boys? BT- BTO boys. Or my girls at? Bring out BTO. BTO. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, yeah, Hog Thomas, twenty thirty six. Watch out, folks. I I think um, this is the precursor. I like your prediction, but I I personally don't think. I think the pendulum has swung. I don't think you're gonna get the trainees playing the the fella the lady fellas playing the ladies in the Olympics. I think the Olympics will be the final line in the sand, if you will. Uh, they really who, who is the International Olympic Committee? Like who govern okay, so it's in Switzerland. <clears throat> Switzerland pretty Yeah, I don't who, who... I... <laughs> uh, no, no, dude. There we go. Official <laughs> language of the IOC. French. They're gay. They're fucking gay. Oh, We're gonna do the trannies. You're right. Okay. I I take it all back. Take it back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wrong once again. <laughs> 
It was founded by Pierre de Coubertin. Oh, excusez-moi. Yeah. <laughs> Croissant. <laughs> I don't know. All right, man. Okay, well, no, I, I just, uh, I'm hoping that we draw the line there. It'd be nice on an international level to say, look, uh, we're going to stick to tried and true and the simple that we've, you know, the simple ways that we've known for centuries, which is you know, men play the men and the women play the women. That's how it's going to work. Yeah, we'll see. I don't know, dude. I'm trying to look it up. I'm trying to see who, like, who is there running it? You know what I mean? Oh, so you're wondering who runs the Olympic Committee. I I have no idea. It's international, and I don't think this BLT sandwich community situation is very, uh, you know, accepted on the international scene there. Again, just with, with the fellas competing against the women. I think that's kind of where they draw the line a little bit. Isn't Maybe it? I'm telling. I think the Olympics is. I'm where saying you like if Russia gets a vote, no. Well, they, but they, if it's like <laughs> they kicked Russia out, probably for political reasons. So maybe you're right. But Russia was out for the doping thing for a long time. Or maybe oh, like, see, but see, this is where I think you're gonna lose because countries like Russia, yeah, they want women who have extreme like levels of testosterone to be allowed in. Because how could you dare test the female athletes if Elia Thomas is sitting there with two balls pumping testosterone? Oh, well, this plays into our belief that if Leah Thomas can play the chicks, then you sh- they should be allowed to take the testosterone without any kind of uh, foul, right? Yeah. So if we're on with the doping, then I'm, I'm more interested, actually, than the, in the Olympics. I would like to see super freak athletes doped up out of their minds doing incredible feats. Oh, I've been saying that forever. We should have just let them do it. Yes. Yeah, we'll and, see how much you really want this gold medal, Leah. If that's the case, yeah, bring in Leah Thomas. Game on. I'm all, I'm all for it. They'll be laughing at him. <laughs> oh, wow. We, uh, I couldn't let it go anymore. I had, to, I had to keep going down the Leah Thomas route. It's a mind blow to me. Um, either way. Uh, Never I, saw that coming, the trans thing. Yeah, I, this is something I, I never foresaw in the future. As far as people supporting it, and well, they're not. We we listened to that clip earlier, uh, where oh, we never even finished the clip actually. Where, but no, they, I, but the people, dude, they let it in the military. I mean, come on, it's in the military. It's in the fucking. You got these these clowns on TV wearing a fucking female uniform. It's crazy. It's absolutely insane. And what's more insane is uh, w- with this world we're living in and the modern tech that we have going on we have this ai situation unfolding and with the ai we have the deep fakes and with the deep fakes you know we got taylor swift yeah (laughs) you saw this correct (laughs) what the photos of her like getting gang raped by the chiefs Potential dangers of artificial intelligence. Tonight, the White House again raising alarm, this time after artificial images, deep fakes of Taylor Swift, explicit in nature. One image shared 47 million times before being taken down. Here's Ariel Reshef. Tonight, the White House expressing alarm after explicit so-called deep fakes of superstar the Taylor White Swift. White House? Blood- 
Mike, it's Taylor Swift damaging the White House dude. must have been. <laughs> Tell me you're not CIA. Jesus Christ. Oh yeah, wait. Oh, we're getting we're getting the whole deal here. This is beautiful. In social media, the administration now calling out platforms for lax enforcement against artificial intelligence. One of the fake images of Swift reportedly shared over 47 million times on X in what advocacy groups say is a form. Hey, no formally known as Twitter, man. Oh, Elon. Wow, she just dropped the X. That was bold. Images of Swift reportedly shared over 47 million times on X <laughs> in what advocacy groups say is a form of sexual abuse. There should be legislation, obviously, to deal with this issue. Oh, it's Karine, Jean Pierre. Oh, I mean, oui, really? Oui. Now we're going to legislate photos that can't be online because it's fucking Taylor Swift? Dude, what? Oh, the I, fuck? I'm going to tell you where this is headed because they've oh already. God. There's precedent for where this is headed. It happened earlier this year. In what advocacy groups say is a form of sexual abuse. There should be legislation, obviously, to deal with this issue. Congress should take, uh, should take legislative action. X saying in a statement the platform has a zero tolerance policy towards such content, and they are working to remove all of the images. This, the latest example highlighting the growing dangers posed by artificial intelligence as a source of misinformation, targeting celebrities and our elections. And before the New Hampshire primary last week, the Biden campaign denouncing this deepfake robocall, encouraging people not to go to the polls from what listeners thought was President <laughs> this Biden. This is awesome. Your vote makes a difference in November, not this Tuesday. That voice, <laughs> not the president. It was artificially produced. It was obviously not Joe Biden. You could hear him, understand the- him. It was way too fluid. <laughs> did, did you see the clip where he totally mumbles complete gibberish? For a real, yeah, sustained like 10, 13 seconds, and the crowd just cheers, anyways. Where he was like, Something about women, it's a, it's a really bad, awful. No, what's really bad is clip. now they're spreading around that clip of him in 2007. Oh, no, <laughs> dude, it's like one of these clips. He doesn't like the, the what he says, he might as well be talking about like. The colors that he used to paint his house. It doesn't matter. It's just the way he's talking. It's, it's, well, it's such not a mind fuck. It's not him. And I, you know, all jokes about the clones and the actors aside, even though I still think it's Jim Carrey playing him in a rubber mask. Uh, <laughs> this man, from the effects of the dementia destroying his brain, is hollowed out and is in no way, shape, or form the Joe Biden who even ran in 2016, who looked like a guy suffering from dementia. <laughs> this guy's yeah. way worse, man. And they're clearly doing stuff cosmetically with his face, you know what I mean, surgically-wise, and they're hopping him up on all sorts of freaking pills, and he, he's a... Then you watch stuff from when he was vice president with... Barack Obama, it's not even the same human being. Uh, that's what I'm saying, 2007, when he was a senator. Dude, yeah. that's not that long ago. I gotta say, dude, the face, totally different. It's, the transformation is pretty bizarre. Yeah. That's why I still don't think it's... I think he died a that's long time ago. Jim Carrey. I know yeah, a lot of people are saying that. It's pretty clear it's gotta be a guy in a mask. It's, <laughs> it's not Joe Biden. Like That's just not Joe Biden. It's really weird stuff. Uh, I got a little more here. State's Attorney General. 
David, legislation has been proposed in Congress that would make posting illicit fake photos like the ones of Taylor Swift a federal crime. Uh, that topic likely to come up between lawmakers and social media execs who will be... All right, so the reason I found this so fascinating is, did you see the pictures or any of them? Yeah, I saw a couple of them. Okay. What did you immediately notice about them? They're fake. Yes, same with me. They looked cartoonish almost, right? Yes. Like very fake, very immediately. So what's the harm here in, in essence, right? I think they are hedging towards making memes illegal. And if you think I'm crazy, there's a guy in prison right now for making a meme about Hillary Clinton. About the election. That is crazy. He, I can't believe that went through. He's in prison for making a meme. And now they want to use this concept, the idea of fake imagery through AI and posting it online as a federal crime. That is to validate, number one, the insanity behind that dude being in jail. And number yeah. two, we have an election coming up. They don't want people posting memes, man. Memes are powerful, and they sway people. His name was Douglas Mackey. Douglas Mackey. He was sentenced to seven months in prison because he spread internet memes meant to fool people into not voting for Hillary Clinton. Get out of here, man. I know. Well, whoever created that automated message with Joe Biden's voice is going to be indicted for federal crime. I mean, they, they want to go after people now for memes. It's going to happen, man. I just love how, you know, Corrine Jean-Pierre is going to talk about this topic. And you know what? We're working on legislature and then the Congress to work on this. What about the fucking border? That's right. Dude. Who the fuck cares about naked Taylor Swift pics? <laughs> what about the border? You know, what about the fact that you're bombing Houthis and they're laughing at you because you used a $2 million missile to shoot down their $200 drone. That's right. They're laughing at you. <laughs> yes. I, I know everybody, uh, I keep getting a lot of people asking me, like, are you worried about what's going on? We're bombing the Houthis. We're bombing this. You know what my answer is? I'm not scared when we're bombing people. I'm scared when we start bombing people and it doesn't get them to stop what they're doing. It means we're no longer a threat. Yeah, that's... That's pretty scary right? stuff, man. It used, it used to be. <laughs> Remember uh, Trump dropped the Moab, the mother of all bombs? Yes, it was a spectacular sight. And then you didn't hear about ISIS until today? Well, <laughs> it's crazy. Right after, you know what happened was no wars. There were like no <laughs> wars going on. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, now you're like, well, we bombed the Houthis in Yemen. Well, we're bombing Iran. Oh, we bombed Iraq. Oh, we bombed. And nobody's stopping. Nobody's even worried. Yeah, the Biden administration has bombed something like five countries so far uh, I, this year. We're about uh, 25 days into 2024. <laughs> <laughs> so things are going good. 25 days. Long four weeks, Frank. <laughs> it's a long year.
Yeah, man, it, it's crazy uh, what we're focusing on. Uh, distraction, right? Don't pay attention to all the bombings that are occurring in these random countries where we're just trying to stoke violence and create some potential World War Three scenario so we can definitely secure our way into the White House for another four. Yeah. That's kind of what it seems like they're doing. Yeah, look at Taylor Swift. That's so stupid. Watch Taylor Swift, man. Come on. No? No, it just comes down to we're not serious anymore. We are absolutely not serious whatsoever. Uh, but we got to be distracted, man. That's, that's what it's all about. And uh, we got to definitely be... Uh, I was looking... I'm cycling through my thing here because I lost it and I had it. Uh, we don't want people to think about what we're actually doing when it comes to um, imprisoning people who are voters, taxpayers. Uh, did, did you follow up on the Peter Navarro situation? No, I didn't get that. This is a weird no. one. I can't believe this happened. And I think that's why we're talking about deep fake Taylor Swift we all got to be really concerned about deep fake Taylor Swift AI, uh, but don't pay attention to the political prisoners from January 6th. A federal judge has sentenced former Trump economic advisor Peter Navarro to four months behind bars for defying a congressional subpoena from the House January 6th Select Committee. Navarro was convicted last fall on one count of contempt of Congress and another count for refusing to produce documents. Navarro says he still hopes for the Supreme Court to take his appeal on this case. We're sentencing people from the White House to prison over Jan 6th. This is ridiculous. Yeah, and he wasn't even there, so he just didn't want to testify to the clearly fake panel. <laughs> like... We also sentenced another Proud Boy to six years in prison, if I'm not mistaken, this week. Wow. Uh, oh, good job, guys. Hope you feel safe. <laughs> you know? Dude, prison. White House staff to prison because they refused to go testify about January 6th. The, the worst part is he refused to go testify because he said this was just a partisan witch hunt. And they said, no, it's not. We have two Republicans. <laughs> but, but the Republican Party wasn't allowed to choose who would be on the committee. Like, that's insane. That is insane. They literally, when they started the committee, they said you could only be on this committee if you believe it was an insurrection. That, that, that no was sense. it? That was the whole deal? Remember, that's why they wouldn't let Jim Jordan on? Really? I know. Jim, I, I don't remember. Yeah, dude. Remember, they were going <laughs> to. So they, when they started the committee, it was going to be like Jim Jordan and Matt Gates, I think. It was like the Republicans were like, they were going to put some guys in there to actually like fight for the other side. And Nancy and all of them said, no, you have to. They had to concede that Biden won the election fairly. And that January 6th was an insurrection, and then they were allowed on the panel. Wow. That's why you ended up with Liz Cheney and that other f from Illinois. Uh, <laughs> uh, Kissinger. Kinsinger. God, what a fuck. Uh, he's a piece Finocchio. of work. He's a Finocchio indeed, man. And yeah, now it all makes a little bit more sense. Uh, I didn't pay attention because, first of all, I like my series nice and short. Eight episodes, max. 
The 16-episode, two-season, Jan 6 committee, just hard to focus on, and I really just couldn't keep up with all the characters and the plot lines, and uh, it, it was just too much. It was the lost of political dramas. Oh, yeah, they took, oh, good call, because they took the story too far. It became too unbelievable. I mean, remember yes. Hutchinson? She might as well have been that timer in that bunker on Lost. Yes. And, like, what is it? You, he reached across, fought off the Secret Service, grabbed the wheel of the car. Exactly. And then catch up on the wall. That's the that's the smoke monster of season three. <laughs> right. It's incredible. When the writer strike happened, they're like, ah, oh, he threw the, the plate at the wall. Let's catch up on the wall. Catch up on he the wall. He was angry and he was yelling and he threw the plate at the wall. <laughs> what, did, what was Trump's response? I threw it at Rudy. It wouldn't have been on the wall if he didn't duck. Is this all the? Is this all of the Hutchinson testimony? Or yeah. okay, see, and that's how that was the only interesting part of the whole two season eighteen episode series of the Jan Six Committee. Very boring stuff, man. And then she wrote a book about it. Which one? They all did, I think. Oh, right? Yeah, they all. Yeah, did. they all wrote a book, and yeah. it's funny how. Nikki Haley, the way the media talks about her, it reminds me of the push to make Democrats believe they would vote for Liz Cheney for some reason. Oh, yeah. It's like the same dialogue, the same energy. Like, it's so unbelievable. And, like, where is this coming from? Like, this is fabricated out of thin air. Like, you guys are forcing this. It's a fucking casage. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, you talk to people like our parents are like, yes. oh, no, there's Republicans we like. Like, like, like Kasich. Kasich, it's like, yeah, yeah. You only like him because MSNBC props him up because they know he will <laughs> never be in a position of power. Yes. You know what I mean? Oh, man. I miss He'll the never be, chase. like, a leader of the party. Or, you know, the minute Kasich becomes the nominee for the Republican Party, he will become Hitler 2.0. Good call. But we have our Hitler 2.0. It's Donald Trump, right? I, I, Frank, he's about to be worse than Hitler. I don't know if you know this. Well, you know me, Mike. Daily, I tap into some morning Kool-Aid just to feel the energy from the <laughs> other side. You know, I, I want to I know the fear and the rage, the rage fear, that mixture, the cocktail that the people on the left have been drinking every morning that they prepare to go to work and start their day. That toxic cocktail that I'm speaking of, of course, is Morning Joe with Joe Scarborough and Mika Brzezinski. Uh, Dude, I can't stop following this, man. They keep elevating their Trump derangement syndrome to levels I never thought was possible. Each time they are topping themselves. I wish there was a man alive today that was as powerful as they believe Donald Trump. <laughs> Just to compare, this guy—he's out of a cartoon. I mean, this dude, the, their fictional version of of Donald Trump faced off against Captain America in uh, comic book number fifty-four <laughs> from you know nineteen sixty-seven. It's incredible. Uh, it just depends what page you're reading from. So, because one, one page, he's the superhero that is just he's he's uh, the unstoppable force and the immovable object at the same time. That's right. And then the next page, he's just this old bumbling idiot. He's got all timers. <laughs> I know. I've I saw a bunch of stuff where they were trying to push how he he accidentally, I guess, said Nikki Haley 
or Hillary. He confused the two. Yeah, he was talking about Nancy Pelosi calling off security on January 6th. Okay. And instead of saying Nancy, he kept saying Nikki Haley. All right. Because it's it's like top of mind. Top of mind. Top of mind. Yeah, now everything trending is like uh, delusional Don or something. Uh, they keep trying to push this idea that he's unfit to run. And, wow, it's crazy, dude. It's all yeah. projection. Dementia Don is now like the big uh, hashtag on the left. Wow, amazing. Yeah. yeah, it makes no sense. The guy is jetting across country, battling multiple court cases, doing live performances for hours upon hours in front of tens of thousands of people. And then he storms off his helicopter and screams at the media for like an hour. Like the, he's a bull, man. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but but for, for five seconds, he, he accidentally said the wrong person's name. He's got dementia! <laughs> Let alone the actual dude with dementia who there's a clip out there of him for 15 seconds speaking actual gibberish yeah oh it's so sad it's very embarrassing it's cringy it's really hard to listen to i didn't clip it for the show because uh you know i I understand the dementia situation it's not good to make fun of that's why i normally don't clip joe because he's this is elder abuse the dude is clearly going through serious mental decline and he's being used for his name it's disgusting yeah, well, at least his son will make money off of it. You mean his poor, misunderstood, misguided <laughs> kid? Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, either way, I got Morning Joe going nuts. And I just, it was about th- three weeks ago where we played some clips where we were laughing about how, man, they are, they're very close to just straight up calling him, you know, Hitler or dictator. And then last week, I think we had... Joy Reid or someone just straight up being like, he's Hitler. And now, <laughs> now with Morning Show, it, this, he's a dictator, full on. If you're out there going, oh, they're just after Donald Trump, why can't we talk about policies? All right, well, let's talk about the policies that the dictator wannabe wants to do. One, he has said. And right now, you're about to hear Morning Joe, Joe Scarborough, talk about Donald Trump. He's talking about Donald Trump and not the Democrats. You need to keep that in mind. You will forget as he's continuing through his rant (laughs) that he's talking about Donald Trump and not the Democrats, but I want to remind you, he's talking about Donald Trump, not the Democrats. He wants the economy to crash. He said it. There's tape. He said it. Chinese religious uh, websites, uh, Chinese cults, can't get in the the way of the fact that he said that truth. Trump said, I want the economy to crash one. And number two, he's made it very clear. He said, I want to keep the border open. Open for fentanyl. Democrats, are you listening? You're running against a party whose two platforms this year are let the economy crash and keep the border open. Repeat after me. Trump wants... And Republicans that you're running against are going along with Trump. They want to wreck the economy, and they want to keep the border open. And yay, we overturned Roe. Does that? Oh, yeah. They want to to keep that highway free. And number four. You hear the husband there? Oh, yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah. And Roe. Don't forget about Roe. Yeah. 
totally threw him off his train of thought, too. I, I kind of forget about the most important. Most important. Women need to be able to kill their babies. And Joe Scarborough sleeping on the couch tonight. I can guarantee you yeah, right now. All right. Uh, he probably sleeps in the pool house anyways. Or yeah. in Florida. He lives in Florida and does his show live from his mansion estate in Florida. This mm. Democrat. Where he's oppressed by DeSantis. Yes. I just, it's crazy to think about, but this guy who hates the Republicans really loves living in a Republican-controlled state. Oh, because he's a white man. He also pays no income tax. He's, yeah, no, no, he's saying don't come to Florida if you're a person of color because they're <laughs> racist. I'm here trying to fight the machine from the inside, That's not because right. I love living surrounded by rich white people. He's suffering while he battles so, the beast from within, man. <laughs> Frank, I'm doing it for you, America. <laughs> don't you guys know the Democrats, do, they're doing it. John Kerry flies around the world in a private jet for you. <laughs> Okay, so we could save the planet from people flying around in private jets. <laughs> For you. It all makes sense when you really think about it. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you man. guys cannot have it both ways. Does your audience really forget the fucking eight years you called him racist for trying to build a wall on the border? Yes, they do. Oh, so now he's wrong man. for okay. Let's say let's just say he's okay. Fine, I believe you. Trump said he wants the border open. You're saying that makes him a bad guy. Oh yeah. Well, if you're saying close it, Joe Scarborough, <laughs> that means you're the racist. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Joe Scarborough just cracks me up because he's a lifelong Florida man. He was, I believe, a representative in Florida until mysteriously his secretary. Uh, accidentally <laughs> fell and hit her head on his desk and died. Uh, had nothing to do with him as an accident. He was totally innocent. It's just it's just a coincidence that he now lives next to O.J. Simpson. And he stepped aside from anything to do with politics and joined MSNBC. <laughs> Dude, deep, deep, deep rabbit hole. Oh yeah, I love it. O.J. Simpson, one hundred percent innocent. Well, o oh no, o. I I believe you. I actually have always thought it was his son. Dude, how I knew you were going to know about it. I knew you were going to know about it. God There's it. so much evidence out there to suggest it actually was his son. His son actually physically at the time fits his description. Um, and OJ, it, it does kind of seem very credible he was covering for his son. That's why he went to trial. He figured he would get off because there was no evidence of him doing it. Exactly. Oh, it's crazy. And it was definitely the son. And for those that think we're just crazy, the kid, like, now it's coming out, like, he's, he's had a whole life of mental issues. Not only that, he was very angry at the divorce or the split of the family, and he blamed the boyfriend, uh, Gold, Goldman. Yeah. Um, for a lot of the marital issues, if I'm not mistaken. And, you know, I, I he went into a fit of rage, you know, or something, and... Uh, there's a lot of just evidence to suggest that it was him, and then that kind of explains the delay of OJ getting to the limo to fly to Chicago, and it explains OJ allegedly getting rid of the murder weapon in the mm. uh, construction site outside of O'Hare Airport. 
Um, and, it, and it's why the glove didn't fit. He's a little smaller. You must have quit. And so that's He's yes. a little smaller. Yeah, man, that's right. And so it, it kind of all there's a there's a lot of stuff out there, a lot of loose ends. And then when you look at it from the angle of the kid doing the murders and OJ being there and being a part of the cover up, uh. A lot of the behaviors of all parties involved make a lot more sense. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of the evidence does. I don't know. I knew you'd be onto this one. And then so you'd... think of the perfect timing to commit this murder right after the Rodney King riots and beating and knowing, not knowing, but just the timing is perfect for the country in that part of the of America, North America to, to be on the side of, of, Potentially the perpetrator of the crime simply because of the color of his skin and what had occurred, you know, within the last year with the Rodney King riots, man. Well, plus, like, as much as you want to say, like, OJ makes sense, he did it because he's a football player, you know, CTE, all that, all that. I don't know, man. You mean to tell me he killed his ex-wife and her lover because he was, like, jealous? I mean, this this guy was probably getting more pussy than he could handle. (laughs) He definitely was, and... You know, the only thing that does play into him being a murderer is that he had previously, in in documented cases, you know, beat the crap out of her, and they, you know, there were police reports and documentation and photographic evidence that he came close to potentially murdering her. So you know, he he was a man of rage, right? He's a football yeah. player. Well, you know, maybe just you know. Maybe it was a follower of uh, <laughs> what's that? What's that? William Shatner, the other guy. Oh, um, O'Connor, Sean O'Connor. Connery, who John pub- Connery. <laughs> famously did an interview, I believe, with Barbara Walters, and <laughs> very casually but very sternly said that it's totally cool to hit a woman when the uh, situation arises. Oh, you have you know? to. Yes, dude. As to a man, him, it's, it's your obligation to, to hit a woman. them in line, dude. When they deserve it. That's right. Dude. You got to keep these women in line, Frank. Sometimes they get hysterical. You got to just smack them a little. <laughs> it's such an unreal interview man this is like early 90s too right like that's what kind of makes it crazy is like the 90s were still we were kind of still in the throes of the old culture the old way well the 90s the men that were like famous and stuff they weren't slave owners but they were raised by slave owners right so there was still some of that you know I said it before I'll say it again if only we had Twitter a hundred years ago (laughs) Jesus Christ Oh, man, if Sean Connery had Twitter, he would have never been James Bond. I'll tell you uh, this right like as now. as a teenager, Sean? <laughs> yeah, especially British Sean Connery. Or No, he wasn't British. What was he? Uh... Scottish? <laughs> Scottish. Probably worse. Probably more <laughs> racist, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Should we finish this Morning Joe insanity rant? Yeah, let's do it. All right, I know you love it. They, they, they want to keep That's that right away, three. And number four, Yeah. I mean, number four, 
they want to reelect a guy who wanted to destroy economy. Oh, and hey, wait, there's more, Mika. There's always more. They have promised they want to take away your health care. These are all things they said. These are all things. This is nothing that primetime of MSNBC or the New York Times editorial page said. This is Donald Trump right. and Republicans. It's what they've said. Judge them by what they do. And yes, judge them when they confess. Wow. That's deep and insane. I can't believe people watch this on the daily, man. That is wild fear-mongering with no basis in reality. Yeah, did you notice how when he said, uh, he, Donald Trump said on video, he wants the border to stay open. Well, why did play the clip? That's right. Let's see it. Why not, why not play the, <laughs> you know I mean? We need to believe him on what they say. Play the clip. <laughs> you know, Donald Trump, he will talk to any camera that's in front of him. Nobody wants the border open. It's not even like a partisan concept anymore. There's just like this elite class of people, a 1%, if you will, that want the border open, and that's it. Yeah, Tim Dillon had a great point on it. It's because it, the only people it affects are the middle class and the poor. Everybody. But it, so it affects it's actually everybody. really good for the rich, bringing cheaper labor. It does bring in the cheaper labor, and maybe that is a part of it. We have pushed too hard as a labor force for the increased minimum wage. And what does that open the door for? Illegal, far minimum minimum wage. <laughs> you're oh, gonna, yeah. You're going to get the dudes working for 7 bucks an hour cash now, and they're going to take your jobs. Yeah. Yeah, good luck trying to be a Lyft driver. Oh, I, I oh, think you're going to see it everywhere, man. I, and I've already noticed it here in Denver. Uh, we have our own major extreme migrant crisis going on, particularly, they say, because we are a direct 500 miles north of El Paso. But there are also other reasons, like Jared Polis proclaiming to the world that we are a sanctuary state and city. Uh, not only can you... Come here if you're Ill an illegal migrant, but also if you want to kill your baby, please come on in and kill away. So uh, we're, we're all about sanctuary for all, which is great, right? It's good stuff. Uh, well, Frank, they got a feeling. They do have a feeling. Feels good to let people in, you know? I noticed the other day that there, was a couple, there were a couple locations on my drive home that were exceptionally employed for the first time in a long time, the car washes were popping. <laughs> and usually they're running a little behind, right? You got the line of cars, but no, no, no. Not this week after our recent snowfall. They were scrubbing and flying through. They were breaking necks, my man, and cashing checks. Uh, I couldn't believe my eyes. I've never seen so many towel people just on the other end, just getting everything wiped down and out the door as fast as possible. These car washes were cruising, and I noticed something about the people working the outside zone there with the car wash. They looked a little bit like the squeegee friends that I had over on <laughs> Santa Fe and Alameda. And funny thing, a lot less squeegee boys over at Santa Fe and Alameda. Man, you know what that is? It's called moving up. 
So you got promoted. You went from the illegal guy in the corner to now working at a car wash. I, Keep going. One day you might own a car wash. Exactly. And uh. but we were discussing this a while back, and I kept saying, "Hey, somebody needs to just." roll over there and pick up a bunch of these fellas on a truck, and you know that's what these car wash guys did. They just oh, for sure. grabbed a bunch of the squeegee boys and brought them over, offered them cash so they could just get the money right off the bat, and you could pay them cash and not $18 an hour, which is now the minimum wage in Denver. You could pay them probably 8 bucks an hour, 10 bucks an hour. 10, 10 bucks, 10 bucks. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think we could all live with 10. Ten bucks is fine. Not live on ten, but like I, if I, as an employer, I could probably live with ten. If you're a guy at the very bottom, just trying to get anything, ten is better than nothing. Well, you know me, I love the Squeegee Boys. I love talking about them. And finally, they hit the news, dude. And I received so many text messages from people around me about this <laughs> <laughs> because I just talk about it with everyone. So I gotta drop it. This is fantastic. The Squeegee Boys have made the news. All new here at 9, the problem solvers are taking your viewer concerns to the city about scenes just like this one. Many are reporting an increase of people crowding in medians using squeegees on cars and selling flowers or other panhandling around the metro. Tonight, Fox... It was me. I called them 500 times a day, all day long, just calling Fox News. You gotta do something about the squeegee boys, man. Do a fucking special something, man. There's one lesbian in a Subaru that just won't leave us alone. How about... <laughs> they have some sort of uh, police call out there for me. They're watching for me. I, you know, I've almost run these <laughs> these fellows over a few times, no doubt. Nicole Firo is on it. She joins us live with the story. Nicole. Coming up on Colorado and Colfax. One second, you're stomping for a red. The next, you may get a smile of suds on your windshield. It's something drivers like Xavier Hill have noticed lately. Read the note from one of the guys. He said it's from Venezuela. He said his name, and um, it seemed like they're just, I guess, kind of put up here, placed up here, and they don't have anywhere to go. They don't have any way to do anything or any way to, I guess, earn money through identification or you know background checks or stuff like that. A situation Denver City Council. Yeah, because they came here illegally. That's why they don't have any of those resources. When you illegally come somewhere, you are lacking the resources. If you were to do it legally, you would have those resources. Yes. This is coming from a first-generation individual whose parents did it legally, and you guessed it, they had the resources. And for those wondering, a lot of these guys, they came illegally because they have criminal backgrounds. So they wouldn't be allowed in legally. That's right. Something to think about. Like the guy who was caught on camera saying, you'll find out about me real soon, who just happens to be someone who got let out of prison for 12 years for being, uh, you know, a terrorist and a bomb maker. Like like an old-fashioned terrorist. I'm not talking about your uncle that voted for Trump. Mike, (laughs) you know what? They're not sending their best, all right? (laughs) They're sending rapists. Murders. Some, some I assume are good people, but uh, I mean, this guy like he almost they almost they almost get to the conclusion of a real thought. These fucking yes, Democrats. Yes, yes, hear yes, Do you hear man. him where he's oh, like, he's got no identification. He's got no this. He's <laughs> got no, it's almost like we don't even know who he is <laughs> or that he's even here. <laughs> like you're right. You're saying the words out loud. 
please connect them together. <laughs> like One more step. I yeah, swear to God, dude, one more it's step. It's crazy. Just take that leap of faith with me here. <laughs> one more step and you will see the light, I promise you. Oh, it's so crazy how close they are to understanding why it's bad. But no, they're like, yes. they're so supportive of it, man. Like, we he's gotta got help. no identification. We don't know who he is, where he came from, what he's doing here. Yeah. He has no money to work. Oh, you were so close. You were so close. <laughs> the problem is that he can't work. You were so close. He can't work because he's here illegally. <laughs> and maybe there's a reason. He's probably a bad guy. He's <laughs> so close. You know, we have sit. We have places where we vet individuals to come into this country to make sure we're not letting in bad guys. Bad guys, yeah. But when they come yeah. in illegally, we have no idea if this is a good guy or a bad guy. It's so fucking simple, man. It blows my mind that people don't understand this situation. And, and I love how people keep telling me, like, like that's not how it is. Like, come on. It's families. They're coming here. They're looking for a better life for their kids. <laughs> so you mean to tell me that no governments are sending their criminals to clear their prisons? That's not a real thing. Have you seen Scarface? <laughs> It was literally the whole premise of the fucking movie. The whole premise of the movie was Cuba sent their prisoners here. One of them was Al Pacino. That's right. That, the, whole point, the whole point of the movie. And then he becomes the uh, great crime lord in Miami. Like that, that, These countries, they, they empty out their prisons and send them up north. Yes. And then you get Scarface. Yeah, he starts off squeegeeing your window. Even he started as a dishwasher. Exactly, dude. I mean, come on, people. No, I, I do not think this is a good situation, and I find it very funny that now the squeegee boys are entering the news. It's about time. It, it's dangerous. Like, you know, I mean, they they It is dangerous, because how long are you going to be happy with your $5 of squeegee? You're going to get desperate. These are the guys that get recruited into gangs, you know? That it's and uh, they're not abiding by traffic laws. They have no idea what our traffic situations are. They're quite, they're literally standing in the middle of the road during a green light on an intersection where people are driving 60 miles an hour. Holy shit, I'm about to lose my fucking mind <laughs> i spent three days in these goddamn latino neighborhoods for all you fucking hispanics out there from wherever goddamn country you came from here in america here in america i don't care if the person in oncoming traffic is turning left you fucking go you don't stop there's no light there's no stop sign you don't just stop to let somebody turn left in front of you <laughs> What the fuck is wrong with you? That's the problem, man. It's getting out of hand in the traffic scenario. We have people who are unlicensed who are now operating vehicles, and we have people who are th these squeegee fellas and, and the individuals just wandering the streets. They do not understand how fast the cars are driving in America. It's not like the dirt roads in Venezuela. Yeah, no, there's a reason. There's a reason we're so much richer. We fucking move. We, okay? Our lunch yes. is 30 minutes, not one hour. I got to get there. I got to get my food. I got to eat it, and I got to get back. I got to get back to work. I got to actually fucking work. I got to get from job to job. I got to work. Yes, okay? I'm not going to fucking sightsee while I'm driving down the west side of Chicago and then fucking stop at every time I see somebody turning left. Just stop. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you people? Uh, well, again, they're here. <clears throat> they didn't 
learn how to assimilate into the culture. They came here illegally, and they're just here with what they know from where they're from, man. And it's very bad. They're, here in Colorado, especially with the squeegee boys, I can't stress enough, the way these guys just meander in these lanes where traffic is cruising, baby. I mean, we're talking streets where... Folks are getting home and they're dodging the traffic on the highway, so they're crushing these lanes, man. And, you know, there, there's going to be people who are going to get hit, and then you're undocumented. What's going to, nothing's going to happen. You are just a body on the road at this point. Ugh. Dude, so kind of funny, but not funny. This one guy, <laughs> uh, he, he, he's in a van, and this dude just fucking. Out of nowhere, just backs out onto the middle of the road. I think it was like Cicero, dude. Like, it was a busy-ass street. This guy accidentally put it in reverse or didn't know he was in reverse or whatever. Uh, just backs out onto the road. So this guy in a, in a giant Mercedes work van T-bones him, right? Oh, yeah. The, the van flips over. The door, there's tools everywhere. The guy's truck is totaled. The van is totaled. The first thing the guy says, barely speaks English. No police. No police. Wow. <laughs> what the fuck do you mean, no police? What? <laughs> he wanted to just pay for it. I mean, there's a $60,000 van that's totaled. What do you mean, no police? I pay for it. And, uh, yeah, the guy ended up getting arrested. No license, no insurance. The company's going to have to eat the car. It wasn't my company, but. The, the company's gonna eat the co- uh, have to eat the cost of the tools in the uh, van. Absolutely, man. Oh, I that's mean, insane. It's, you know, look, we grew up in this world. By the way, we worked in a landscaping company, uh, pri- you know, privately owned small company that employed dudes who had a varying amount of licenses with. Very different names. It just depended on what you needed to see at what time. You know, guys who were, we had no idea what age they really were. What, you know what I mean? We didn't know. But we were hanging out with them all the time and working yeah, with that them. Was... <laughs> Juan, how old's your son? 17. Your license says you're 24. What yeah. <laughs> oh, his name was also Juan and Jose. Right? It's just like, so we get it. We understand how it works and we we're working with people like that but man what's going on now is a whole nother level dude i i've never seen this before where you just have here in denver what we're seeing without exaggeration it's like groupings you could say mobs but it's just massive groups of military aged young men just huddled together hanging around on street corners on you know by the home depot and and at sale Santa Fe and Alameda, and some of them have the squeegees. They go out there and do the squeegee thing. A bunch of them are just standing around. Like These are just dudes who crossed here and came here illegally, and they have nowhere to go and nothing to do, and they're just standing around. And when you have dudes in their 20s with nothing to do, you get crime, man. That's what you get. Oh, yeah. What are they? Idle hands or the devil's play things? Absolutely, That is, man. dude. I was a young man, and I always got in trouble when I had nothing to do. A group of dudes that in is... their 20s standing around with nothing to do, and nobody speaks their language, and they don't speak theirs, and if they get arrested, like, what's it to them, really? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, the like, worst thing that could ever happen to you. They will just send you back. Exactly. And then you come back the next day. 
Yes. You get your next $2,000 check or whatever we're giving away at the border. I don't even know. Well, we're giving away checks at the border, and we use the excuse here in Denver. We're like, oh, the migrants are coming here because, uh, you know, it's an easy getaway from El Paso, just an easy 500 miles. That, and if you're homeless in Denver, you get a monthly check of a thousand bucks for being homeless congratulations Plus, i love that logic i love that logic. oh we're just five an easy five five hundred miles from el paso <laughs> and you didn't come from fucking juarez you came from god nicaragua that's right you go through three countries just to get to fucking el paso and then it's an easy 500 miles through a godforsaken desert and I noticed you bypassed Santa Fe and Albuquerque. Seems like you really want to come to Denver for a reason. Something like, I don't know, maybe people heard that they give $1,000 checks a month to the homeless in Denver? Like, <laughs> word You ever spreads. been to Santa Fe? I'm still surprised I made it out alive. <laughs> <laughs> Once they found out I was from New York City. New York City? <laughs> You ain't from around here, boy. (laughs) Oh, man. But there's truth to it, though, you know, especially with the rise in the homeless in Denver. Like, there's a reason they're here, man. Word spreads. Thousand bucks a month. Hey, to live on the street, that sounds awfully nice. And once in a while, the mayor there will give me some free stay at a hotel for two weeks. I'll get a nice shower. Oh, this is great. Denver's the place that I want to be homeless, man. (laughs) Yeah, especially during an election year. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah well, you got to buy those votes somehow. It's pizza every day, people. <laughs> pizza every day. Round and round. Uh, that's, it's the truth, though, and that, you know, squeegee boys, I'm glad they've thinned out and they're doing the car washes, but they're here to stay. That's the unfortunate truth because it works for the politicians. <laughs>